Hello and welcome to Old Casters, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, a moan and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones and without further ado, hello Ben. Hi Mark, how are you? Good, I am good. I am good. <laughs> I am good. I am good, I am. <laughs> how are how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you, Dave. Not too bad at all. You just got me darling. I was wanting to say date. See, I, pre- I was going to call you darling there. I changed Aww. it to date and then mate. I wish you did call me darling. I'll call you darling if I want. Yeah, I love it. Oh, that really gets my nipples going. <laughs> Don't get them out. Don't get them out. Carrie's still here, you know. It's a bit of the wrong idea. Eventful weekend? Uh, yeah, actually pretty quiet. I can't say that anything massive went down. How about yours? I've had this weekend what you were talking about last weekend. I've had absolutely nothing planned and I was very excited for it. <laughs> sometimes the best way, mate. Love it. I think sometimes you go in uber planned and all you do is you feel knackered at the end of it. But sometimes you've got to wrap the plan. I was productive, though. Even though I was sat in the flat by myself most of the day yesterday, I still I did old jobs around the flat. Modern man, mate. You're a modern old man. <laughs> modern old fart. <laughs> Yeah, I must have, we did adulty things today, which were all boring and not worth bringing up in the cast. But yeah, it's nice to be here on a sunny again in the digital studios of the uh, Smith and Jones Old Men Studios Productions, whatever you call it. But yes. So, uh, how is Mary? Is she over the vid? Yes, I think she's pretty much over it now. She's through the woods out the other side. Good. That's what we like to hear. Doggos. Yeah, um, we've we've gone for a dodgy patch uh, since old old fishy Sunak came out with his new law or Excel bullies. I shan't bog you down, but yeah, it's we we're a bit on we're a bit fifty fifty at the moment. We don't know quite. We've had to do some adulty things with Ghost in mind, and I think going forward we're going to have to keep our eye on. I think it's December first that the ruling will come out. Ghost is an Excel bully. Ghost isn't an XL bully, but didn't think so. People are generally stupid, and they've not yes. really clarified yet what they're going to do with the the classing system. So you've got XL, Standard, Classic, the Mini, and then you've got Micro. So and then you've got Ghost. He's a classification of his of his own. <laughs> he is some sort of classification <laughs> all of his own. That's for sure. He's a soft lad, isn't he? Really. He's two, mate. He's he's six stone of fun, as I always say. And he's, you know, we don't know his arse from his elbow, but it, it's that age old thing, mate. It's not generally the dogs, it's the owner. Yeah. It's the person who brings up the animal. It doesn't matter if it's a dog, a cat, a hamster. Do you know what I mean? It's it's all to do mm-hmm. with the owner, but I don't know. It's a, we're going to have to wait. But yeah, we're a bit, we've had to go and get some liability insurance, which is fun. Uh, a million pounds worth to be exactly. Oh, exactly. Okay. exactly. Yes, which is fun. Uh, by joining the Dogs Trust, you get. Uh, third-party liability insurance so we've had to do that um because no insurance company prior to this classification would touch ghost breed as it is so they're not going to touch them now anyway so yes i'm with a bit of luck on our neighbors you know dogs bark and all. i'm going a bit off piece here but yes mate we're needless to say we're we're just gonna keep an eye and see which way the cookies crumble they had a protest i think on the weekend and a load of people were out in the central london with banners but they we won't change it yeah that won't be enough to change it they've already made their mind up and this is going to happen so there you go so wait and see i suppose so yeah we're a little bit worried so 
we don't want the old bill coming round and seasoning from us, which they can't theoretically no. do, but worrying is um one of my specialties, so Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get on to funner stuff. We was chatting in our pre cast meeting that we have now every Friday at oh, seven in the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have coffee and tea. Uh, <laughs> if we were sat in the same room we would. Biscuits if we're feeling saucy. Oh, oh, what biscuit would you have? What biscuit? Custard cream. If we were having it with tea and biscuit, it would be a custard cream. I'll go with bourbon, you know. Mm-hmm. Bourbon. Uh, I'd share your custard we'll cream. We'll get the though. classic biscuit barrel selection out. <laughs> the, the Christmas special. The custard creams, the bourbons, the nice biscuits and the malted milks. Ooh. All good with the tea and coffee. And then one of us would go, ah, oh, shit, what? It's at the bottom of the cup. Oh, well, get a <laughs> spoon out. Oh, it's good. Especially with the malted milk. That's the best one for... Just absorbing all that. (laughs) Anywho, um, we chatted and something that came up that a lot of people were absolutely amazed, whether that be the general people who have listened to it, as well as our Discord server, were amazed at your last quiz, sir. Yeah, people were amazed that all of the president's ages were 77. Who'd have thought it? Mind's blown. I think there was something like 70 days between them, something like that, all their birthdays. Yeah, it was, yes. Uh, I think, I want to say 70 or 70. Uh, yeah, you are right. Yeah. It is crackers. Um, imagine if it was, I'm going to look it up, imagine if it was 77 days. That's, that's what I was just thinking. I swear you said it was that sort of, that sort of. Um, I'm going to quickly look that up because if it's 77 days between the president's ages. Oh, and it's 66 days <sighs> the, between Donald Trump being born and Bill Clinton being born. <laughs> All right, Mark, that's it. Get the DeLorean out. We're going back to the future. It needs to be 77 days. Yep. We need to get Mummy Clinton to cross her legs for <laughs> 11 more days. No! <laughs> no, we will not give birth until I... No, you're all right now, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you the quiz early then, Ben, seeing as we're talking about it, <sighs> before we do any more feedback. Are you bloody ready? Oh, oh my. Listeners, are you bloody ready? Yeah, cast listeners. Yes, we are, Mark. Yeah. Which of these are the oldest women? I wonder if you can tell me, Ben. Put them in order if you can. Tell me who is the oldest woman. Yes. Your three names this week. Benjamin Jones and the listeners. Play along. Tell us how you do. We've got three older female actresses. Judy Dench, Maggie Smith, Julie Andrews. So automatically I want to say Dench is the oldest. But I don't know what Andrews, I'm not I'm not au fait on her so much as the other two. Oh, you saucy minx, Mark. Oh, right, okay, okay. I think, I think I've got it, and I think I've figured out your plans. I'm going to crack the code, Mark. Mm-hmm. I've, got it, I've got it cracked. There's going to be no egg at the end of it. You, are you ready? Go on. I'm ready to tell you what it is. We're going to go... Dench... Andrews... And the one I can't remember... Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith, yes. You're saying Dench is the oldest. Yes. Then Julie Andrews. Yes. And then Maggie Smith. Yeah, I reckon Smith just looks really old, but she's not really young. Ah, shit. 
<laughs> Luke, did I get one? Yes, you did. Oh, one again. Judy Dench is the oldest. She is 88, born December 9th, 1934. And then Dame Maggie Smith, also 88, December 28th, 1934. There is, what's that, 19 days between them. And then Julie Andrews is 87, October 1st, 1935. I can't believe I keep getting one. The order I gave you them in was the correct order. Oh, cheeky boy. I I cracked the code there. I wasn't even thinking about the actresses. I was just thinking, right, he's muddled them up. Right, here we go. (laughs) Listeners, let us know how you did. Right, what else has happened this week, Benjamin? We released our audio trailer. Oh, mate. I finally put it together. I finally gave myself an evening to put together our audio trailer, and it seems to have gone down very well. Wherever you find the podcast now, be that Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, Apple, Google, any of them, it should now, at the top of the old casters with Smith & Jones page, should be an audio trailer. Yes, please go and listen to it. I know we both appear on it, and so do uh, the other old men but i do think it's a fantastic trailer um, us aside the other old men who took part slim boy fat 82 i am 100 and mr narkills all did a fantastic job and alan rickman, alan rickman thank, yeah. you, alan rickman thank you alan rickman dropping in and doing our uh, trailer for us from beyond the grave see we told you we had a time machine so yeah if you want to go listen to it listeners there is some wonderful voice acting from our fellow old men and there's some wonderful reviews, and there's Alan Rickman. We managed to we managed to snag him from beyond the grave. Quite the coup for us. We know our stuff, don't we? He, he was filming <laughs> Harry Potter at the time. <laughs> but yes, it was a fantastic effort. I, I would ask all the cast listeners to go and have a quick listen. Tell us what you think. I know a lot of the Discord people have already had a listen and seem to have enjoyed it. Yes. I know it's only a trailer, but it's important to me and Mark uh, that, it's another part of our journey in, in the old cast. Well, the podcast needs to have a trailer. Mm, of course it does. We did have a visual one until we found out that a lot of places can't have visual ones. Yes, we thought we'd just be able to upload our video trailer to Spotify and all the rest. But no, it has to be audio only if it's an audio only podcast. <sighs> we came up with a script and we've got p- different people doing different parts. And Mark, I think that's important. I know <laughs> probably on some mm. of it it's apparent, but we do come up with all, all this is... Co- masterminded by us too which I don't think we do a, a bad job from our absolutely bonkers brains yeah as soon as we have to try and make sure everything's got an old feel to it I think we do really well yeah anyway that's enough patting each other on the back good job Ben good job Ben <laughs> good job Mark good job Mark love you I love you too <laughs> Pokemon Mark mm. Pokemon Benjamin what did we do last night on my stream you and I together we had a wonderful time we had a traditional just chatting style stream that mark has been doing for a long time now on saturdays love my saturday just chatting streams and i must admit i do enjoy a just chatting for time it's nice to just be able to sit back and relax and talk to everybody who comes in lots or not and we decided that seems me and pokemon me and pokemon (laughs) (laughs) me and pokemon are both pokemon fans me and mark are both fantastic and brilliant pokemon fans Bams? Oh, Jesus. Do good mouth words. I'm Mark and I had both pre-ordered the new 151 set expansion of Pokemon, the trading card game, TCG. And seems we're both massive fans of the franchise. Mark had texted me earlier on in the week to say, do you fancy doing a live pack opening? 
which is nothing new, but it's new for us. Brand new for us. It's Brand something new. that is very, very popular online, watching people opening mm. Pokemon cards and seeing what hits they get. But yes, we have both been very excited for a long time for this particular expansion of the trading card game to come out. And we both had a big box called an Elite Trainer Box on pre-order. So when it came out on Friday in the UK and our boxes arrived, I text Ben saying, can you wait till tomorrow evening, aka Saturday evening, saying we should open them together on my stream. Uh, sorry, Mark, but immediately after he texted me, he said, I don't know if I can wait. <laughs> yeah, I did say straight away, I don't know if I can wait myself. But fortunately, yeah. both of us were able to contain ourselves mm. and we were both down for it and it went really well. We we So we had nine packs each, 18 packs between us. We opened a pack at a time, alternating between us. But it was fantastic. And for once, we could both sit back and say, Mark... We both got decent cards. Mm. We both got the money cards. Money. We both... Not that we're ever going to sell our cards on, but no. we both got our money back for our boxes. Yes. Easy. If you want to put it that way. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, that is, is nice because often me and Mark have both agreed that sometimes you sort of... Im- I know, again, we've said we, we don't invest to get back money, but it's nice to see cards that you, you would actually like come out. <laughs> Not just, yes. oh, that's dross, that's dross, oh, well. <laughs> Which is what I'm used to. Mm, it was nice and refreshing for me. Yeah. To anybody who hasn't gone and go and see it, go over to Mark's channel and have a quick look at the VOD on his Twitch channel. It's well worth having a look at, if you like Pokemon. Uh-oh, uh, uh, news. Old news. Uh, Mark, I think I will kick off old news if it's okay with you. Do it. Because then you can find out my interesting facts. So the big gaming news from this week into next week is EAFC 24, Mark. EAFC 24. FIFA. I was on the verge of saying FIFA. (laughs) But Ben, it's not called FIFA anymore, is it? I know. EA decided this year that they didn't want to pay the $150 million, that is, to pay for the uh, FIFA brand, the FIFA IP, basically, the, the, the rights to use their name. And when I mentioned to this Mark previous, and I was like, I said, to this is a lot of money. Mark's gone, you think about the money they make back? And I thought, yeah, hold on a minute. It's not a lot of money in the grand scheme yeah. of things. They probably make that on the first weekend of the game coming out. But I suppose with EA wanting to make all the money, that's and probably why they did it. But for those like SlimBoyFat82 who paid for the Ultimate Edition, they got to play it from the 22nd of this month. And the people with the standard release will get to play it from the 29th from what i've seen of it either it doesn't look any different you wouldn't notice that it wasn't a fifa game it's just not called fifa anymore it's just eafc basically from again i'm not a massive football game fan but i know obviously yourself uh slim and a lot of the other people in the discord of the vincent who's coming on later he's a big fifa fan but they're telling me it's fifa without being called fifa but yeah that's what it looks like with the help, because I did say I'd steal this, but I'm not that much of a git. Did you know, Mark? And I bet you're going to say you bloody do know. With the help of SlimBoyFat82, he bring up an interesting fact that I said, oh, I'm going to use that in the podcast. Did you know, Mark, that in Belgium, you require a gambling license, right, to sell them, the, you know, the packs of cards, that they the digital cards that they sell the on the game. team cards. Yes, any pack yeah. of cards in that FIFA. Let's call it FIFA just for argument's sake at this point. Loot boxes for sale in Belgium require a gambling license, but no such license can be applied for and obtained by a video game company. 
and thus all paid loot boxes constitute illegal gambling and even adults aren't allowed to purchase them. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Who could say? How does that work then? They they call any loot box so any anything like them style of mystery, RNG of an opening. So not like buying a battle pass on Fortnite and knowing what mm. you're gonna get. If anything where there's an the mystery bit to it, you could get anything yeah. randomly. Is all classed as gambling and is illegal. In only in Belgium, from what I can find, what Gary told me, and I didn't believe him, and he sent me this link. I was like, "Whoa!" Isn't gambling illegal in Japan as well? Nah, they love gambling out there. Or is it illegal to win money from gambling in a Japan? Mm, that might be more the thing. I don't know exactly, but I know they love gambling in Japan, and they? they're all into. Well, there's their, what is that game called? The pachinko, or is that what it's called? Machines. Another one you're on about. But you can only win like bars of gold from it. You can't. You can't win money. You can. Have <laughs> <laughs> a bar of gold, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's their way around it. I've watched it. I've seen it on lots of different shows because like, I like watching people like tour around Japan and stuff. Oh, but. What do you think of that fact for you, mate? That's mad. But that was uh, attributed by Slimboy Fatty too. I'd lo- I'd love to have said that I came up with it, but he when he started going on about it, I was like, really? And then he sent me that. So I was like, wow, okay. Huh. So yes, that's my bit, sir. Suppose you bloody want some real world news then, bloody don't you? Right. Stuff that I've heard in the van. Now I wonder if any of you have also seen this, but this, I wasn't going to bring this up. I heard it a couple of times on the radio. And I was like, oh, that might do for the podcast. Maybe not. And then the second time I heard it, I heard something that I think you might like. So this is a YouTube channel called McTrail Rider. And it's a bloke called Andrew McAvoy. And he basically, I think he basically just films himself riding bike trails. And he's riding around the bike trail around the mountainous bit in Balmoral with Deviant co-owner Ben Jones. (laughs) Ben has his arms aloft in the air. <laughs> I'm everywhere. And mountain bike coach Louise Haggerty. And get, who would you think that they bumped to going around going around the wilderness on a bike in Balmoral? The only people that I can think of that, that in my own brain that associate with that part of the world would be that are royalty. Yes, they bumped into Charlie Boy. No, honestly. Yeah, and there is a great video. You can watch the video of it on YouTube of... Andrew McAvoy and Ben Jones and Louise Haggerty talking to King Charles. They just bump into him. I mean, I think there was a bit. They were. I think that they were cycling around and they said they 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 saw uh, like armed vehicles and people with yeah. <laughs> protection and stuff like that and thinking, oh, somebody's here, somebody's here. So they kind of explored the route and then yeah. But he was walking. But he he wanted the the security and everyone to go ahead of him because he wanted to walk by himself and enjoy. Which is fair play, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, you can you can watch a. A wholesome conversation between some Scottish people and King Chaz. That is really unusual, man. Oh, good on him for stopping away have a chat with them, though, because it does him no harm to get with the public, get amongst it. I'm surprised he knew what they were saying. And this next story is exciting mm. because we are one step closer, Ben, to Jurassic Park. What? It's looming ever nearer. Scientists in Stockholm have extracted RNA. Do you know what RNA is? Is that DNA's cousin? It's uh, <laughs> DNA stores genetic information. RNA converts that information into a form that can build proteins. Ooh. So by looking at RNA, researchers can shed light on the biology of extinct animals, revealing how their cells worked. So these scientists in Stockholm in Sweden have extracted RNA from an extinct Tasmanian tiger. 
What, they think they can bring him back? And they're thinking they can bring back the Tasmanian tiger. I hope they call it Taz. This is the first time that uh, RNA has been extracted from an extinct species. That's pretty epic, isn't it? Could be bringing back the Tasmanian tiger. So yeah, Jurassic Park, they're thinking they might be able to bring things back like the woolly mammoth and saber-toothed tiger. And Can I say something? Yeah? Don't do Tasmania, don't do Tasmania. <laughs> We made you. Crazy facts, crazy news. Ben Jones, give me some facts that are crazy. Ooh, Ben Jones, give me some facts that are crazy. Oh, sorry, I was was jiving. Um, I'm done now. So I don't know if I'm going to shock you with this one. And I sort of had a bit of an insight into this fact, but you might not know it, Mark. Did you know that... Cat urine glows under black light. Like UV light? Yes, it says black lights can be used to detect any body fluids, but cat urine glows particularly brighter under ultraviolet light, primarily because it contains element phosphorus. Huh, interesting. Did you know that? You you, you acted like you knew some of that already. No, I didn't know. Genuinely didn't know that. Next time, can you give it a... (gasps) Sorry. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. Straight face. Come on. Take it seriously. Hmm. So, Mark, did you know that cat urine... (gasps) No! Fuck! (laughs) I've broken it. It's like the Uncle Albert scene out of Only Fools and Horses. Not yet! (laughs) Yes. Oh... I've got some minerals that glow under UV light. Minerals, eh? Yep. I I googled natural substances that glow under dark light. Any ones we'd know? Opal. Ooh. Ruby. Ooh. uh, Clear diamonds, rubies, yellow topaz. Lots of Pokemon things there, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Is that sad? Petroleum jelly, such as Vaseline, grows a bright blue colour under fluorescent light. I didn't know that. Rock salt. Fungus that causes athlete's foot. So if you've got really bad athlete's foot, your foot is ultraviolet. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'm going to the kitchen, Ben. Turmeric. <gasps> Tur- turmeric glows under black light. Olive oil, canola oil, some postage stamps. <laughs> you know what you do, right? You go to the kitchen, you do a bumper nutmeg. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to do my bumper nutmeg to get me up for the, uh, <laughs> get me in the mood for the pod. And he starts shining your torch at the fucking And then start turmeric. throwing turmeric around the place. <laughs> it's like a rave in my kitchen. Scorpions glow in black light. I knew scorpions because uh, if you've ever watched the film Red Scorpion with Dolph Lundgren, one of his better outings. Tooth whiner. Tooth whiner, eh? Antifreeze. Antifreeze. Oh, there you go. But cat urine is particularly Forensic bright. scientists use ultraviolet lights at crime scenes to find blood, urine or cement. <gasps> not the cement <laughs> banknotes laundry detergent banana spots Ooh. some cosmetics <laughs> love that joker highlighter pens honey ketchup cotton balls pipe cleaners apparently all of those things glow under black light also call back to pilot episode Mark still likes sniffing pens mm. <laughs> pens and nutmeg <laughs> one for each nostril okay <laughs> A bit of black and then the other one's sort of like that. Looks like I've been brown nosing someone. (laughs) 
So the other one I'm going to lay on you because there's a few others, but I'm going to save some. I know I've got lots to go, but did you know that before we had toilet paper, Americans used corn cobs? <laughs> and it just says, there's no way that was comfortable. <laughs> That's all it goes into it. Can you imagine? I know. I mean, I know America has got a fucking abundance of corn. That's why everything's made out of it. But is that more readily available than paper from trees, do you reckon? Wood? Well, I suppose the process, isn't it? You know, the... Just grab the nearest thing. Oh, there's the corn cob. <laughs> do they mean like the leaves? Just says... From the ear of corn? Or do they, are, you, corn are you stripping the leaves off it first and then wiping the corn? I would have thought you'd be better with that stuff. What's the stuff that... You see that people, they try and say, oh, take a bite out of that, and then it becomes loads of fluff. They can be found near uh, riversides. They're like chunky reeds. Yeah. I would have thought that stuff would be better, but there you go. One of the more popular early American wiping objects was the dried corn cob. So, yeah, it sounds like it's not even with the the leaves on or anything. The first well-documented example of what people used pre-toilet paper comes from AD or Roman times. Romans used what is called a tessorium, a sea sponge stuck on the end of a stick that was kept in either a bucket of salt water or vinegar. <laughs> sponge on the end of a stick in salt water on your poop hole? Well, that sounds better than fucking loo roll to me, to be honest. Sponge on a stick? A wet sponge on a stick? Have you seen them adverts for now? We're all about being recycled, even though we should have been, be- been about being recycled years ago. That people are making washable towelettes now for wiping areas Mm. (laughs) if you thought sponge on a stick sounded uncomfortable the ancient greeks used pesui or pebbles or ostraca ostraca were broken pieces of ceramic pottery smoothed down around the edges if you were lucky they used the pieces to scrape and wipe as best they could the process was so popular that it was immortalized on a 2700 year old drinking cup that was found well yeah that's what you want in your drinking cup isn't it I wiped my ass with this. In archaeological sites off the Silk Road in China, scientists discovered 2,000-year-old Salaka, Setu, and Chugi. These are wooden, often bamboo sticks, vaguely shaped like a spatula. People <laughs> would wrap a cloth around the end before they scraped slash wiped. <laughs> Get ready for this, Ben. Sailors use something called a tow rag. Oh. I wondered where that came from. A tow rag was a long piece of frayed rope that dangled in the water. The ropes were tied to the part of the ship that was used as a toilet. After wiping, they would drop the rope back into the water and let the ocean do the clean-up. Hence tow rag. So when you call Jensen a little tow rag, you're calling him a shit cloth. A shit <laughs> rope. <laughs> yeah. I bet you not a lot of people know that. Yeah, we're learning all sorts of I'm, I'm, I'm Just please don't tell me you're looking at pictures. I'm expanding <laughs> upon your crazy facts with further craziness and factiness. I still don't like the idea of... Uh, using a bit of slate that may or may not have been smoothed. <laughs> would you like some crazy news? Oh, would I? Normally, I try and go outside the box and I browse and scour the website for some crazy news. But uh, I was coming up short this week. <laughs> so I've gone with one of my stories I was going to use for old news because I thought it did sound pretty crazy <gasps> and it's a good news story as well Ben because oh, nice. we don't do all the depressing shit that's going on in the news no this is you may have heard you may have not girl receives UK's first rejection free kidney from mum okay this is another marvel of medical science 
Eight-year-old Aditi Shankar has become the first child in the UK to receive a special type of kidney transplant that does not require her to take long-term drugs to stop rejection of the organ. Yeah. This is that. This is the crazy bit. Doctors at Great Ormond Street Hospital say the breakthrough was made possible by reprogramming her immune system before giving her the new kidney. What? To do that, they used bone marrow stem cells from the donor, Aditi's mother. It means Aditi's body accepts the new organ as her own. Within weeks of the transplant, Aditi was taken off immunosuppression, removing the risk of long-term side effects from the powerful drugs, which usually have to be taken daily to prevent organ rejection. And she's now back at school, with both huh. her immune system and transplanted kidney working normally. What on earth are they? I mean, are they literally hacking the body? Is what they're saying there? Yeah, <laughs> body hacks. That's <laughs> what they do. Plug a USB into her and say, "Right, mate, <laughs> you <think>? download bone <laughs> marrow, <laughs> <laughs> and then plug it into the daughter, installing bone marrow." Yeah, <laughs> she had to have a USB though. She's far newer. So she has an extremely rare inherited condition, Shim- Shimka's immunoosseous dysplasia, thanks for that, SIOD, which weakened her immune system and meant her kidneys were failing. Specialists at Great Ormond Street spoke with international colleagues about the special transplant approach which has been used in other children with SIOD. First, a bone marrow transplant using stem cells from her mother, Divya, rebuilt Aditi's immune system. Six months later, she had the kidney transplant, again donated by her mother, and her immune system accepted the organ. That's fantastic. Well done, them. Aditi said she had a special sleep for the surgery. Bless her. Now she has recovered. She says, it is great. I can go swimming, she says. And you think they didn't even have to prescribe any nutmeg? Oh, we had, the news earlier had Ben Jones, and now we've got Professor Stephen Marks. And my name's Mark Stephen. <gasps> children's kidney specialist at Great Ormond Street. Uh, he said she is the first patient in the UK who has had a kidney transplant to not require immunosuppressive medication after the surgery. A month after the transplant, we were able to take her off all of her immunosuppression, which means she doesn't get the side effects of the drugs. It really is great to see that she is an active eight-year-old girl, back to school, and able to have an excellent quality of life. That is absolutely, that is really nice. That's a really nice story, mate. Yeah. And it's crazy. It is crazy. Great Ormond Street are a fantastic children's hospital. Yeah. Oh, that's a lovely one, mate. And us in it. We're in the news. Yeah. I popped a wheelie in front of the king. (laughs) <laughs> and you saved someone's life. Rob well, Mark, um, I've just got to um, pop and go to grab a bottle of water, if you don't mind, if that's okay. Oh, okay. I'll be back in a minute. What? Hello, Mark. What? <laughs> what was that? He said hello to you. Is, what is that up at the camera? Is that you, Ghost? Yes, it is, Mark. Oh, we were talking about you earlier. Oh, Ben's never going to believe this. Yeah, uh, my dad tells me that some guy named Fishy is trying to uh, make me go away from my mum and dad. That's right, mate. Fishy is trying to get you away from your mum and dad. But uh, uh, I hope he doesn't. I hope he don't too, mate. We all love you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay, you go. Go, go on. I'm waiting for you. Go on. What was he doing up at my computer? Oh, you know, just slobbering on the mic. Just, so, just yeah. looking at me funny. Yeah, I can smell his jowls have been round yeah. my mic. Yeah, yeah. So we have today's guest with us now. He goes by the name The Vincent. The Vincent, welcome to the old casters. Thank you very much for having me. Woo! Oh, yeah! 
Ta, ta. Thank you ever so much for popping in and coming into uh, Smith and Jones old production studios. It's very, it's very spacious. It is. Yeah. I, I see. I see. We can fit another two grown men in here. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Think of the sluggy pits. <laughs> so the Vincent, please tell us a little about yourself. Uh, well, as you've already uh, heard, my name is the Vincent. I am. Um, at the moment, a stay-at-home dad. I look after our two kids whilst my lovely wife is working tirelessly uh, as a nurse. What else is there to say? I've been streaming for about two years. Before that, I was on Mix It Up for a little bit, or Mixer, as people know it. I've had many, many jobs <laughs> in and out. I've, uh, I was a carer, a prison officer, a hot deli counter at Tesco's and other stores out there that have hot delis. Fresco. <laughs> That's a mix, that is, mate. Mate, I have been everywhere, everywhere and a bit. What was being a prison person like? A prison person, mate. It is, it is a, it is a job and a half. Let's put it that way. I think I was a bit too young and a bit naive to want to do it. I literally signed up when I was eighteen and believed that I could make the world a better place, see the good in everyone, really. And I still try to do it, but let's be honest, we've all grown a bit wiser and a bit bit more uh <laughs> this is the old casters we're grumpy old shits so, yeah. so was you a screw i i unfortunately was a screw <gasps> yes or a, a governor as they call you governor for uh young people between the ages of like 16 and 21 22 there you go okay and now i, I stay at home looking after our two kids and i can honestly say I've worked harder in the last year with my two than I've ever done with anyone else. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, dude. The Vincent, the people are desperate to know, how did you come up with your username? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, um, I had a few uh, gamer tags beforehand and they were, let's put it nicely, not the best <laughs> names for uh, streaming. And then just everywhere I've been, people have classed me or known me as Vincent. And yeah, I was just TH3. And then that was it. There was literally no other thoughts behind it apart from that's how I like to be known. That's how I like people to <coughs> call me. And that was it. There's nothing wrong with that, mate. Nothing wrong at all. The Vincent, the cast listeners also are desperate to hear what games do you primarily stream? Oh, primarily. Um, well, lately it's been the Battle Royale Synced that's come out on Epic and Steam. Another free-to-play lovely that quite a few of us have enjoyed. What else has been? A bit of Rocket League, a bit of Fall Guys. I'm, I'm quite varied when it comes. When you call me a variety streamer, I, I literally it. I go from card turn-based games like uh, Spire, and then I will play... Rocket League, FIFA, and then I'll go to the other end, which is Call of Duty and <laughs> Resident Evil. It's it's literally all over the place. Whatever I fancy playing, or if someone out there who's a follower says, you know what would be funny to watch? This. And then I end up playing it. Yeah. We were talking about FIFA earlier. We said that you're a fan of FIFA. Not FIFA, Mark. No. Sorry, you're a fan of not FIFA. <laughs> but thank you. It's called Not FIFA. I don't know if I'm a fan of Not FIFA. Before, I say about a good five, six years ago, I played a lot of FIFA. 
and I had a little pro team and we just, we went crazy. Uh, I think I managed to get, I played as an any. And if you don't know out there, that the any is the player that controls the rest of the team that isn't controlled by a separate player. And uh, I managed to get number two in the leaderboards, which I was absolutely astounded by. And then I found a wife and kids. And <laughs> as everyone knows, it just every, everything goes out the window. And yeah, you just stop playing. Of course, real life, mate. Real life happens, yeah. I have played Not FIFA with you and the Ferg. Mm. We did some pro teams together. You showed me your Eddie skills. <laughs> yeah, although although the uh, the server messed up and you couldn't have more than two people playing for an any. Yeah. But I have uh, considered getting the new Not FIFA and maybe asking the old men out there for an old men team, possibly. Yeah, like we tried doing before, get an old men team going. We will get, uh, hopefully before Christmas, we'll see. I think that's a good yeah. shout. So, Vinny, Vin, 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 what is your earliest video game memory? Oh, uh, earliest one would be my sitting on what considered at the time the biggest chair I've ever sat on playing Paperboy on, I couldn't even tell you what it was called because I was so little and it was so big. <laughs> it would have been the Master System for sure. Paperboy was Master on Master System again. Yeah. But my fondest memory would be sitting on the dining room table with my SNES playing Mario, Super Mario World. Yeah. Good shout there. That's more in my lane. That's it. So we often ask a question from the previous guest, and that was Lavender Rose Gaming. And Lavender has asked the following question. Has streaming and being part of, a, of communities helped slash improved you in other aspects of your life? I'd say yes. I'd say yes, because um, I'm sure I'm going to answer another question. But the whole reason, the whole reason I wanted to get behind streaming and making content and stuff like that is to just cheer people up, to give somewhere, someone a safe place to be. Uh, I know that playing computer games, consoles, PC, whatever you say, has given me, I wouldn't say a purpose, but a just a distraction from everyday life. And like everyone else, I, one way or another, we've all suffered mentally, I think. And it has definitely brought me out of it, definitely. And I think with the community that we've, well, that the old men have got, uh, you've always got someone there definitely. to turn around and be, you know what, I've had a bad day. And you just pop on there and there's a group or a channel or just something to either turn your frown upside down or yeah. just for you to go, you know what, I'm not feeling great today. And there's someone there. We've always got something going on. Definitely. <laughs> That's definitely. it. There's always someone there. I can also vouch for being part of Vincent's streams before when people have dotted into his stream and sort of said, not feeling great. And they've obviously reached out. I, I, people that Vinny knows, but obviously I haven't. But it was great to see that they felt open enough to say look you know i will really need a distraction you know and then then you say look you know, pop me a dm after this if you want to chat privately if not you know if you want to chat in here it was really nice to see me that's so it. i can yeah. vouch yeah. for that no thank you that's what much. it's good for and that is what community is good for as well definitely definitely you can always pop into the old men server if you're feeling down someone will cheer you up if you want someone to play a game with you someone will hop in the game with you pop in your stream good shit good shit now, it is my obligation to ask you, <laughs> what 
what kind of music you're into and do you remember your first single and your first album? You know what? I'm not even joking. Every time I hear this, because obviously I'm a fond listener of the podcast, number one podcast on Spotify, Apple, all this. <laughs> Hang on. I, actually, Ben, I can't read your writing. What else is this on? I don't know. Number no <laughs> Yeah, no, um, go on. You're no. doing well. You're doing well. <laughs> all major outlets. <laughs> all major outlets, yeah. But um, no, I'll tell you what, I listen to them all and everyone's got like proper classics. Like they've all said proper classics. And I'm sitting here telling you from the bottom of my heart, my number one album that I bought was Smurfs Pop. Smurfs Go Pop. I, I had was... that. <laughs> wasn't my first one, but I had that. It was my first one, Smurfs Pop. And my first single was what I won at my primary school dance, and it was Will Smith's Miami. Oh, hell yeah. That's a... <laughs> Mate, that's more of a classic than my one was Mr. Blobby. <laughs> and I was I, I was just sitting there. I was like, I went all out, mate. Like it was the last dance and it was whoever gets this gets a prize. And I was like, I'm not leaving without something. And then we listened to it nonstop on the way home. Were you throwing shapes on that dance floor? Mate, were you? Throwing shapes, fists, <laughs> elbows. No one was getting close to me. Spinning in circles on the floor. And was it too? Welcome to Miami. It was actually, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. I didn't expect to be winning the actual song, but yeah, it was good. It was really good. Two good shouts, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 nice because even the Smurfs go pop. I when we had the kids, like they'll be in the bath, and I'll start seeing one of them, and they're like, "Oh, that sounds like," because it's ridiculous. Smurfs it's absolutely inside <laughs> your head. Say Smurfs upside your head. Exactly. <laughs> I got a little puppy, 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 puppy. And they just love it, mate. And we're listening to it in the bath and they're frying shapes and bubbles and they're, oh, mate. And watching your children love the stuff, love the stuff that you listen to is just absolutely brilliant. Like, yeah. That's a good shout, mate. <laughs> so, Vincent, even though we're going to ask you to stay on with us, what days do you stream? And also, Promote yourself. Give yourself that shout out that you that you need, that you deserve. That I deserve. Deserve it. Well, I stream primarily uh, lunch times. Hopefully, um, sometimes the kids don't let me, but we take it as the days come. Really, if you're looking for oh sexual innuendos, profanity, rudeness, swearing, in your endo, I shall look to cry on. <laughs> Um, and maybe on the odd chance above average gameplay, then I'm definitely <laughs> above average four guys, mate. I've watched you playing four guys. You're a wizard. Yeah, we have seen that. <laughs> That's me. Uh, most lunch times, and hopefully, because of the wife's uh, shift pattern, I just stream of an evening when she's working. So uh, catch me when you can. <laughs> What's your <laughs> Twitch TV handle, please? Oh, so it's twitch.tv forward slash the Vincent. That's TH3 underscore Vincent. V I N C E N T. Beautiful. Wonderful. Beautiful. Mm. Well, thank you very much for that, Vincent. That is awesome. We'd uh, like you to maybe, and if you've got one, tell us about your old passion. Well, uh, I, I was, I spent all week thinking of this. I really <laughs> did because. Back in the day, it was football, rugby, all this stuff, all sports related. And now I'm just boring. And like, honest, I'm the oldest old man. Like, I sit around, I watch the kids and just my utmost passion is computer games and tech. And 
I was thinking about it today and I was thinking about it yesterday. And we are in the best years of tech. You think about it. When we were born, we had no internet. <laughs> we had, it was dial up, all this stuff. And now it's, you can download anything in like a blink of an eye. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't even have to download it now. <laughs> it's that good. You stream the shit now. <laughs> but like, I think, it's, you just think about it. Like back then, like, could you really imagine not having to invite 10 of your mates around to play a Halo or whatever to do a LAN party where you could just ring them up and be like, I'm going to be on tonight. And bam, there you are. All 10 of your mates playing big team battle or whatever. It's just, it's just ridiculous. The, the, how far we've come is... Back in the day when multiplayer was you having all your mates <laughs> round, all taking turns on a console. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Absolute, like, uh, installing Red Alert on your PC for free discs or having, like, 10 floppy disks for one game <laughs> and just, oh, it's just ridiculous that you can just go online now and be like, bam, there you go. I want to play this or I want to watch that. And that's it. That is absolutely it. Metal Gear Solid that came out on four discs and now you can play it on your phone. That's <laughs> it. You can play it on your phone. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad how, like, you think about it. Like, we all had to, we all had LimeWire. Let's be honest. We all had LimeWire mm -hmm. and we waited a week for an album, realising it wasn't the album or it was all recorded on some shitty phone. <laughs> we all gave the family PC AIDS That's with LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's either you're downloading albums or you're watching porn. I, I was watching porn. I wasn't. No, I, wasn't. <laughs> I was having a quick panic wank. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't walk in. The sock's still wet. <laughs> but yeah, that that is, apart, apart from the panic wank, that is my passion. The the uh, the technology part, the, the how far we've come, literally I'm on it. I must admit the technology bit is very true because I know with the release of a certain new mobile device coming out and when they <laughs> sort of spoke about it, I was like, wow, you're pretty much just bringing out something made of a different material. That's it. That was it because I think they've taken it right now to minus the future arm rage when they stuff it actually in your eye. I think we are probably at a nice pinnacle at the moment where definitely I can remember playing, uh, was it Mario Kart 64? Mario Kart. Oh. And it all being, you know, that four split screen if you had all the, if you had four controllers and it was only two and one of them was broke. <laughs> you know, I can just remember. <laughs> the analogs hanging out the middle. Yeah. But normally you'd have to invite two people you didn't like round. And it's like, <laughs> oh, if we must, to go on. And you sit there, right, go on, fuck it. off now. We've had nothing. Anyway, yes, that was brilliant, mate. I liked it. My no. my earliest memory of uh, multiplayer games was, uh, and the split screen was GoldenEye on the N64. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And now it's on uh, Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. Now you can download it in about 30 seconds. That's yeah. it. That is absolutely it. But like you say, we are, what, probably the last couple of years where it's mobile after mobile, like you get two free mobiles in a year of the same mate mm. and they've changed one thing <laughs> when 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 like i remember my very first like 3310 whatever it was and you're able to lob it distances with it still working <laughs> and i drop my phone now and i'm praying to the mobile gods that there isn't a crack because it ruins <laughs> half the phone <laughs> 
just that whole like turning it slowly praying that <laughs> none of the screen is gone or like you get a bit of water damage and it's like oh you can't charge it at the minute because there's a bit of moisture in it and you're like yeah. mate i used to drop my 3310 in a stream take it out mm -hmm. and just shake it a little and it still played snake on it you still play snake yeah. <laughs> going back to uh technology and video games where we're at now where we haven't been before and where i think the future probably is and that's with vr something we haven't really gone into on the podcast yet i purchased my very first vr uh this year actually the pico 4 that i see ben pulling his face um it's it's a newie it is a newie but it's um it, it's just fantastic honestly if you ever get a chance to get a vr whether it's the the meta quest this pico or the playstation vr playstation vr honestly i have i've had so much fun i haven't played it for a little while because i'm worried about punching one of the kids in the face <laughs> like i'm not even joking i got it for the first week and both my children have the worst spatial awareness in the world <laughs> and you just like i was playing the boxer size one i was playing like this <laughs> air hockey thing but it's like 3d and i'm just punching my kids in the face <laughs> and it's not even like they realize that it's gonna happen again because i'm still playing no no it's just let's see what happens and then they turn it into a game like trying to dodge dad but i am going full-on boxer size because i want to lose a stone or a pound or whatever and the closest thing i come to losing a pound is booting one of them across the room what is the <laughs> phone number for nspcc <laughs> <laughs> no they're fine now <laughs> the bruises they've all healed yeah they've all healed and they've all gone down i'm good with an ice pack <laughs> standard first aid they're fine but yeah honestly if you if you haven't got to worry about animals or kids then please try vr because it is absolutely fantastic it's still in you can tell it's still in early stages I was about to say, even VR's come come on a long way mm. from where it was even a couple of, even a year ago. Yeah, I remember I remember my first uh, my first Xbox and it come with a Kinect and it was it was ridiculous how like this massive camera would see uh, your body movements and you could change the camera and it'd pick up the heat and you're just like, Wow, how is this doing it? <laughs> and then yeah. And then you see people with VR and you're like, nah, this ain't working like it's supposed to. And then you get one yourself and you're like, Jesus, like, I'm so glad. I, it was a couple of hundred quid, but it was. I personally think it, they are totally worth it now. They've got to that point where they are able to build from it and able to, you're, you're just able to use it as it was built for, really, instead of having to worry that like you were going to come across a bug or come across something that didn't work. So. Yeah. Have they solved the motion sickness? <laughs> I think I tried it once and I felt so ill. I think, as Slim Boy would say, that's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a common problem. I've heard <laughs> with lots of people that have tried VR. It depends what you play. Like a lot of the stuff at the moment, like the boxer size and stuff that I play, is you stand still and things come at you. Yeah. As soon as you get to a point where you have to move and shoot at the same time and stuff like that, like the uh, Ghost of Tabor that Llama plays. I've played a couple of games of that and I'm still trying to be a bit wobbly on my feet. And Is it um, is its own thing or do you have to hook it into a PC? Or So the, 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 the Pico one I've got is the same as the, the like MetaQuest. They've got their separate library, but then you can 
wirelessly or wired connected to steam right and uh yeah if you're able to connect it to steam then it opens up like such a library of games it is yeah it's just you could dive so far into it and just never come out is there anything future gaming or tech wise you're excited for yeah it's a good question there is, there is a couple of things like i keep looking at because at the moment i've got i've got an xbox but it's the xbox one x so it's not the newer version but it's the special edition gears of war and it is my baby because gears of war is the best game i think I've ever, i'm sure mr narkills mentioned it on the last podcast but the campaign and the gameplay on gizzle war is just so yeah that's my that's my baby but i did get a notification saying that xbox are bringing out a another yes console yeah but um yeah it's not going to have a cd drive which a lot of people are moaning about but how far we have come and everything's online everything's online yeah. and that's the problem at the minute my pc doesn't have a disk drive that's it Mine doesn't either. Like what PlayStation are doing there, I think you can. I want to say two, three hours you can spend in game, and then it cuts you off. It says right, you can get three hours in, and then you make your mind up whether you don't want to buy it. I think that'll be the future. So like Mr. Wongster and Steam, <laughs> get rid of it. He's well known for uh, trading stuff in before two hours if he doesn't like it. He he also bought himself a VR and uh, traded it back in after 30 days because his motion sickness was too bad. Oh, there you go. Okay, see, it's not just a me problem. <laughs> but yeah, there is, there's the odd fable, fable on the Xbox. I, I'm holding my breath, holding my breath for that one. And I'm sure I'm going to go blue before it comes out. But the, the trailer that came out, the last Expo was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I also think, I don't know whether this is a good thing or not, probably not, the future of gaming lies in the Battle Pass sort of system that, like, Fortnite uses, that lots of games seem to be taking on now, rather than you paying 50, 60 quid when a game comes out, you're paying a a tenner a month to be able to play it. Yeah. That seems to be how they're making their money now. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of games. Like you say, you've got Fortnite, you've got this synth that's just come out, you've got Rocket League, it's Fall Guys, every, everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mortal just... Kombat 1's just done it, the new Mortal Kombat. That's got a... Let's, let's not talk about Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen the graphics between PlayStation and Nintendo? And Switch. I have. <laughs> well, are they, are they dire, are they? You have, to, you have to Google this. It is terrible. If you look at the Mortal Kombat PlayStation 5 graphics versus... <laughs> And Nintendo Switch. It looks like a Roblox character. Yeah, yeah. Roblox, Minecraft is is all up there. It is re- the eyes are popping out of the heads and stuff like that. It's just crazy. I do still have money coming out on my account monthly for Minecraft. I need to cancel that because <laughs> we unless we start playing it again. That's another thing, isn't it? It's just subscription that you forget to take out. Of course, uh-huh. it is the way of the world now. Yeah, if if you're if you're paying, say you got three four games that you're paying a. Ten pound a month for it's it's crazy, isn't it? It's just all eats away. Of course it does because they're so minimal when they come out at different times. You never even notice them. And it's a survivor. It. It? Oh, it's, oh, it's a ten. Oh, it's eight quid. Oh, it's this. <laughs> oh, it's that. You just look at it, don't you? And you go, well, it's just the skin, or it's just the yeah. this, or it's just the that. And if if someone was to turn around and go, if you buy this battle pass, you will have better weapons, or you yeah. will have a perk, and you go, yeah, all right then. But no. They're all just skins and sorts of customization. Yeah. Now I would also say the massive argument about I watch a certain YouTuber who's saying that 
if we keep buying into these schemes that instead of you going like buying a completed game, you're getting a bit of a game and then you're paying for again down the line for them to say, well, here's the other bit we should have put on it. But <laughs> that is it. We want another 30 quid. Lately, the biggest argument when uh, Baldur's Gate 3 come out is that everyone was, look, this is a finished game. This is perfect. Everyone was like, game of the year. You paid what you get for. Why can't everyone else do it? And there is a AAA game, AAA studio, and they're quite happy to just put out a game that works. And I'm, I haven't played it myself, but I've had brilliant reviews from people. Not yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's on my massive list. <laughs> yeah, me too. When it's yeah. either on discount or <laughs> if it ever gets to Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> But that definitely, I, I do that fear though. That that's the only thing they're not in the industry that we all love. That's what that's my biggest worry. That where they get used to, well, people love paying for an, another half of the game, so we're charging forty quid anyway, and they're going to pay thirty quid for the next top up. I mean, look at how much the games come out now. If you look at like that's the terrible, ultimate man. dish, hundred nine quid, hundred and ten quid. I'm like, how much? You know what I mean? It's yeah, slow. Yeah. Even the Pokemon games that come out now, and this is on Nintendo Switch, which I know everybody loves, but it's not. it doesn't compete with the PS5 or Xbox. No. Everyone's paying 50, 60 quid for a new Pokemon game, and then a couple of months later they're going, here's the new expansion on top of it for another <laughs> yeah. 20, 30 quid. And it's, yeah, yeah you, you just don't want it, do you? Not when you're spending the big money. I think that is the war to come about what is, developers decide... Well, and at the end of the day, it's the shareholders that want the money because they're the ones putting the money in. So, yeah, I think uh, I think at some stage we we'll have to make a stand and say, Do you know what, we're not buying it, or That's you know, it. old men against. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we do sound like proper old men. We're we having are. a good old moan right now about how things used to be and what's <laughs> happening now. <laughs> Give me a cartridge that I can blow and make work. <laughs> The Vincent, we have asked you lots. Do you have a question for us? I do, actually. I, I do. I, I, another thing that has kept me awake all week, wanting to know the answer for this, is a two-parter. Cheeky. First of all, how long do you think you would last in a zombie apocalypse? And secondly, what one old men member would you take? I have watched an awful lot I love zombie horror I'm not a big fan of horror I don't particularly watch a lot of it don't particularly play a lot of it but I love zombie shit I don't know why that presses a button (laughs) for me so I think my expertise and overconfidence will get me killed within hours (laughs) (laughs) I wondered where this was going then I was like (laughs) my expertise and confidence I'd go for a good couple of months yeah, it's fine. But no, I'd be done. <laughs> Give it five minutes. <laughs> I'm not a particularly resourceful person. I'm trying to think of who I know in the community who does seem particularly resourceful and can do some MacGyver shit that will get us <laughs> through the apocalypse. Mm. I'm glad you went first. <laughs> Personally, I think I would do all right. I, I'm quite green fingered. I can set up a little farm and stuff and make some. Yeah, honestly, I, I was thinking more like life's lifestyle here but actually fighting and stuff like yourself i've watched quite a bit i've played quite a bit you'd just be like nah i'm done mate i'd make a better zombie than i would a survivor (laughs) not just zombie i love a lot i love survival games (laughs) i'm an expert in survival 
I could last minutes out in the real world against the zombies. <laughs> You'd take Tunny though, wouldn't you? Would I? Yeah. Because well, you can cook. I don't think I'd take Tunny. You'd hear him rage at the other end of the street, <laughs> yeah. so give you a couple of just minutes left. <laughs> giving away our location constantly by screaming at everything. <laughs> Tunny, be quiet. Oh yeah, be fucking quiet. <laughs> I'm just. I'm going to take Mr. Narkills. Yeah? Me and him against the zombies. I think we got it. We got each other's backs. Mate, he's... he's He has an entourage as well. He has the family. That's true. That's true. Carlos could come in handy. <laughs> the cat! <laughs> the cat would be faster than us. Yeah. You never see cats in a zombie apocalypse, do you? So they must be doing something right. <laughs> They're sleeping. They're watching the world burn and laughing. That's what cats do. <laughs> <laughs> I can only refer back to two movies that really stick in my eye when I think about it. I'm a nightmark. I love zombie. I, zombies are my true thing that get me scared because they're relentless. Unlike the boogeyman mm. who is normally you stand in a pile of salt or do something and like stand <laughs> yeah. on some water or some wave a stick about and like an ancient stick and you're all right. I think zombies are just relentless and they, you know, this forever coming. So I think out of all horror genres, I think zombies are great. I think I refer back to though Zombieland and you know, his rules, <laughs> his two rules and he says, sorry, fatties. So I think I'd probably last as long as I didn't have to do too much running and I could stay quiet and quiet and me don't go together because I'm fairly fucking loud and clumsy. But I reckon <laughs> I'd, it all depends how much running I've got to do. I'm not cardiovascular correct and I'm taking Slim Boy 32 because I reckon <laughs> I can run marginally faster than Slim so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a little bit of treacle on him a bit of zombie treacle <laughs> and then when we're at that running back I say Gaz look I'm, I'm with you all the way and then when we start the tyre it's a bit like yeah. Gaz is tired just a little bit before me sorry Gaz by the way mate. smear <laughs> some brains on him yeah wow sorry I, Gaz but yeah I can only come back to he'll love you for that I know we've been here you would say bastard, um, <laughs> but yeah, probably. I, I don't. Th- I don't know. It depends. You see, I, I'm, I'm in two minds: the funny mind, which is the one I've just gone, and then I think about the family scenario, and I'm be like, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> what would happen?" So, but yes, I reckon I'd survive for a little while. I think. I mean, I've, I don't physically own any weapons. I don't know where to go and get any. You get a knife out the fridge, but you got to get right up close and personal with them for that, and you're going to get a nibble on the arm, aren't you? Yeah, that's you gone then, isn't it? Yeah. So I reckon, depending on the exercise part, anything from <laughs> you know 24 hours to a couple of months depends where I've got to go because eventually you're going to run the tap water's going to run out, and it <laughs> you fill up your bath and you've drunk all that water. So yeah, how about you, Vinny? What are you saying? To be honest, I, I don't think I'd last very long either. I think if I got to follow you, lot. <laughs> We should just go as an old man group. <laughs> yeah. We'll, meet we'll just sit round. We'll sit round. We'll do the podcast still. We'll do like a little radio show that you'll see on every zombie apocalypse. We'll take over Mount Fidget Castle, <laughs> defend it. <laughs> be our fort. That'd be a bit musty in here, isn't it? Okay, we'll keep all the helmets. All the helmets are attached. You'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be fine though, because zombies can't climb stairs. Yeah, it's a known fact, isn't it? Like a bit confused. But yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd last very long either. I think I could, if I had like a bat and stuff, I might get away with uh, a couple of swings. But like you say, it's all it's all cardio stuff. I'd be gone after a couple of swings. I'd be like, it's too much resistance. I'm done. Who are you taking? I take Acer with me. I take Acer. He's another unit, and I know him personally, so I think he'd be all right. And he only lives around the corner, so I haven't got to go very far. <laughs> I have a question from Mister Slim Boy Fat. Ooh. 
If you could only own one console for the rest of your life, which one would it be? I think the greatest console in my lifetime and the one that I have played on more than any other hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of my teenage life would have to be the PS2. It's a good shout. I think it's known for the uh, highest grossing console there is, isn't there? It's, yeah, I it's definitely so. out there, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I'm the same. Like, if, if you think about it back in the day, you'd spend hours on that. I think the video game that I've played more than any other is Pro Evo 6. Oh, shout. I wasted days of my yes. life on that game. <laughs> See, that's up there with uh, Track and Field on PlayStation. Mm. Track and Field, I was on it, like breaking world records. Like, there's no tomorrow, <laughs> mate. So, so it's a shout back to the retro for you there, Martin. I guess. Hmm. Not as retro as a Master System. That seems to come up every week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think for me, even though I've obviously the modern consoles are sitting in my head, you know, with, because there's much of a library, but the most fun I can think of has always been based around a Nintendo system. So I'd probably end up being like either the N64, GameCube, or Game Boy SP, I would have gone with. Oh, no, the Advance oh. SP, because oh. the only trouble with the SP, the bigger screen, but it was tiny in the hands, obviously oh. quite a big hand, so you do get hand cramp after a while of handing in <laughs> one. <of the> time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, but you I, need that backlit screen. You do, yeah, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. Is it the AG101, wasn't it? If you had that, you were golden. That's it, yeah. But yeah, probably it's either the GameCube or the N64 console, or I reckon. If I had to take it, I'd probably be GameCube because I think they really took it to the next level with that. So there you go. I'm with you with the Nintendo stuff. The party games and just it, just in general, the replayability of stuff is just ridiculous on like Nintendo. N64 was by far my favorite as a child. <laughs> like WrestleMania or WWE or whatever was on it back then, it was like oh. next gen back then, where you just was like, "Oh, I can't believe I, d- I can do this." <laughs> or um, Banjo Kazooie. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's another one. Jesus, definitely the like Mario sixty four, um, Mario Kart sixty four, Pokemon Snap. Slim Boy, what is your answer to that question? Get back to us. Ooh, right. We are trying, we're, we're doing something a bit different with Ask Us Anything because we are asking the guest, obviously, to bring us a question. And Ben and I have questions ourselves. I don't know what Ben's question is. Ben doesn't know what mine is. Nope. I truly don't know what mine is. <laughs> you don't know what yours is? <laughs> so I haven't written it. But I should think of one on the fly. I'll go first, Ben, because I hadn't thought of one either. But <laughs> you'll hear this, Vincent, when the podcast comes out. I thought of it earlier off the back of what we were talking about earlier, Ben. <laughs> I'm a little worried. Bembis81 and The Vincent. Ba, 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 ba. When you wipe your bum, do you do it standing up or sitting down? Oh, that's a good shout. That is a good... Can I just say, can I just say that I think it was the last podcast or the one before, didn't you ask about how you uh, hang the toilet roll? One of them we did, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that started, that started a fight. That started a fight <laughs> indoors, mate. It was, oh my God. Because I don't know... I'm just going to say this quickly. I don't know if the wife does it to wind me up or because she says she does it by accident, but it's always, how can you buy it? You've got a 50-50 chance like, to put it on the right way and it's always against the wall and you're like, no, oh, no. Sacrilege. Like your knuckles doing that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. 
punch the wall. And no matter how good you are, there's there's something on that wall. We can't tell you what's on that wall. <laughs> if you are a bad wife, mate, there is something on that wall. I'm sorry, but I, there's no way I'm going near it. But to answer your question, I sit down. Interesting. Only recently as well. I'm not even joking. A little while back, I had, uh, damaged my back and I just found it easier sitting down. <laughs> that just reminds <laughs> me of the group chat <laughs> when, I, when I fucked my back up. <laughs> when I, so recently, a couple of months ago, I, really, I messed my back up at work. <laughs> and I was voice noting the other old men in our group chat that we have <laughs> saying, help, I need a shit, but I can't go. <laughs> Because I'm not going to be able to wipe myself. Oh, that's brilliant. That brilliant. And I was sat on the toilet voice note and I'm going, help! You're kind of Googling, like, weighing up whether or not it's worth buying one of those Japanese uh, toilets, isn't it, that sprays water, <laughs> yeah. like bidets. Just... Oh, don't. They give you a sore arsehole after just a while. Just crawl into the shower afterwards and stick the shower head up there. <laughs> because I stand up to wipe my bottom. Ooh. Always have done. Look, look at Ben looking at you. Are you putting one foot on the toilet here or just literally? Oh, he's, go, he's going full like. Or you just standing up straight and reaching back there. What are you doing? How is, how yeah, is this? I'm just standing up straight and reaching back there. You know Mark's got a full length mirror he's looking at whilst he's doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> sitting here gobsmacked with you two. But Vin's only just started sitting down and you've always stood up. This is why I asked it. This is, you see, you've always thought that your way was your way. The way. I thought it was the way, isn't it? Because no. your arsehole's nice and open, you can get a good glide <laughs> happening. When you stand up, it's all jammed shut. I don't think sort of... I've ever, ever thought of my arsehole being wide and open. But thank you for that. <laughs> you can get each side, run the curves. Are you a front to back or a back to front? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. No, front yeah. to back. Front to back, I reckon. Are you yeah, sure you don't put your arm through your legs and go that way? God, no, they're not that long. <laughs> Jesus. I, don't, I, 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 I wouldn't even know how to. Do it sitting down. I can't compute it. Yeah, you just you, you just sort of lean. Yeah, you lean, lean. Yeah, just lean. You lean or in between, or you lean back. If you can do it in between, mate, your arms are long. That and then you've just like got all the whether you have or not piss all up your arm because you've just put your arm <laughs> and you've just got it all on if your ball nice sack and everything. Cock wipe. <laughs> Ooh, it's sweaty. But yes, yeah, yeah, sitting down. I, I, this standing up shit is blowing my mind. When you're doing your business, do you face the cistern or do you face <laughs> the door? Yeah, I've seen people argue the fact that so face the cisterns. Supposedly, they're supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be. That's so supposed can... to be how it was invented, wasn't it? Was... I'd have a little sleep. <laughs> have a little sleep. Yeah. If you've had way too much to drink, then that's the best way for it, isn't it? You're supposed to do it with your feet elevated, though, aren't you? you are, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's why in a, a lot of countries uh, where they've got like uh, holes in the floor and stuff like that, because you are at a squatting position. Which makes your, I don't know why I'm saying this again, but makes your ass nice and wide and open, like Ben said. <laughs> well, yeah, when we went to Japan and Jackson, he was only, was he, three or four? And uh, uh, he'd he just come out of the tube or whatever, they, they don't call the tube, but he said, oh, like, I really need to go to the toilet. I said, yeah, no bother, mate. So I've, I've managed to get through the old, where's the old toilet, why dog a desk speech. I've gone in there, I've gone, well, where are the toilets? These are just holes on the floor. Oh no, that is the toilet. I'm like, and he's looking at me like, "What do you want me to do with that?" I was like, "Oh, mate," <laughs> said, "You don't need a, you don't need a poo, do you? He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, mate," there's <laughs> nothing worse than sort of trying to sort of do a makeshift seat for your son. Just get on with it, mate. <laughs> Hurry up. But yes, it is. It's mental, and they don't have any doors. Listeners, I am desperate to know. I'm going to create a poll just so Ben 
can know that I'm not the only one out there. Yeah, I want to hear about all the males sta- and, and female. Who's standing up to wipe their ass? You stand up to wipe your bot bot. I've got my question now. Oh. If you're in a zombie apocalypse, no. I won't answer. <laughs> That's what I've been asked, isn't it? Yeah, if you're in a zombie apocalypse, would you stand or sit whilst I let the zombie get it out for me. <laughs> so I've got one for you. If you ever have to stay away from work or away from your partner or significant other slash family and you have to stay at a hotel, we're not staying at a, a friend's or family's, we're staying at a travel lodge, a premier in here. Are you sleeping with the telly on or off? There is a reason I ask because... I have had to do this for work. I have had to do it overnight because if, if people don't know out there, I'm a delivery driver and there has been times I've had to do overnight shifts where, where my company will pay for accommodation for me. And I am a accidental TV on sleeper, I would say. Accidental. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, lying, I'm, just, I'm lying in the hotel bed watching the TV and next thing I know, it, my alarm's going off. That's in... So that's my answer. Mm-hmm. The company of the TV, the warming glow, TV's warming, glowing, warming glow, to quote the Simpsons. The heat. (laughs) And the company of the voices is what, that's quiet volume, so I don't disturb the uh, the other residents. (laughs) Yeah, I'm away from Merry, staying at a a Pravel Lodge. (laughs) Pravel Lodge. (laughs) Pravel Lodge. Or a Hemier Inn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying TV on, I reckon that'll be how it goes down. But accidentally on. You've left yeah. it on, yeah. How about you, Vinny? Uh, on all the way, mate. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, my wife used to do a lot of night shifts and stuff like that, and you'd be like, you know what, I'll just sit upstairs and watch something. It'd have to be something I've seen, though. If I haven't seen it, there is no way I'm falling asleep. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm telling you now, and it's usually, without a doubt, if I can find it, <laughs> it's an Adam Sandler film, which is either Waterboy or, oh, I can't think what the other one is, Abby Gilmore. It weirdly enough has to be one of them two because I've seen them so many times I could I could fall asleep to them. When BBC Three was still a thing before it got turned into digital only, digital. I would routinely fall asleep to Family Guy every single oh. night, every night. But weirdly enough, weirdly enough that you asked that, Ben, because I have actually done it the last three nights. It's something that I've never ever really done before, but the last three nights in a row. And this is no word of a lie. So, mate. After Mary's gone to bed, I'll come off the PC, I'll go in the living room, I'm lying down on the sofa watching YouTube, and next thing I know, my, I'm waking up and it's half three in the morning. <laughs> I keep falling asleep on the sofa recently. <laughs> you wake up to an advert for a uh, new mobile phone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm terrible for it because I've always, I, I suppose, I've had to stay away a lot in my job that I've done for 27 years now. And... I would say I'm so used to not staying away nowadays. And I used to when I was younger before I met Kerry and had Jackson. Um, but I was terrible. I, my If I sit there, if I was to lay there in a foreign, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a room I know what's with the layout of. I'm terrible. I think the bloody the zombie apocalypse is about to happen. So I better have <laughs> something. At least I'm going to be entertained if I get eaten or beaten up or <laughs> someone tries breaking in the room or something. Yeah, I'm terrible. I have to have the telly on. <laughs> I have to have something on as a background noise. I was I drifting <laughs> off for nothing. So yes, uh, no, lights aren't on, but the telly's on. Why'd you ask? Was there a reason behind it? Or? No, it's just always interesting because, like I said, I'm terrible. I, I don't know what it is. There has to be some sort of noise going on. Definitely. Cool. But if I try at home, like if I try and listen to an audiobook, I'll, I'll be out. I'll be like, did what'd you listen to? <laughs> I don't know in the chapter. I was out. That was pointless. But yeah. if away, I'll probably listen to the whole book and be like, oh well. Then go to sleep. I don't know what it is. My brain says it must have something. It must hear something in the background. 
busy mind. I don't know. I saw something the other day about I can't I don't know if they're out yet or if they're coming soon or if they're in development, but new headphones that can tell when you've fallen asleep and the sound will get quieter and eventually just it will just stop mm. so that you don't miss things That's when you're cool. asleep, such as your uh, such as your audio books no. or your old casteds. Here's your snoring and just falling. <laughs> yeah, I'll turn it off. <laughs> yeah, when you wake up. Please don't <laughs> kill anybody. Kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill, kill. Blame Ben. For a second, I thought you was going to talk about the uh, headphones that cleans your ears at the same time. I oh, saw wow. a video of that, that a couple of days ago. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, they've got more bud on it, I was like. Oh, I, I have no idea how it works. All I saw was someone wearing headphones and literally the the circular bit on the end was just clear with some water in it and it was just filling up with this guy's earwax. I need that. <laughs> wow. But imagine that, listening to a, doing all three things at once, listening to sink whilst trying to go to sleep and having your ears cleared out, and then in the <laughs> There we go. <laughs> I think that's about it. Yes. <laughs> How highbrow that went. I know, right? <laughs> we needed to after our good moan about uh, the future of gaming. <laughs> Bastards. Those are the those are the sort of questions that we're uh, looking for. <laughs> <laughs> as highbrow as that. Sweet. Thank you very much for joining us. No, thank you very much. Yes. Remind thank us you. all where we can find you on Twitch. Uh, on Twitch, I'm uh, twitch.tv forward slash the Vincent. That is T H three underscore Vincent. Yes. I have been Smith. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Markuhito. And I have been Jones. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Benbis81. Please do check out the link tree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Old Men Army. That's where you can find the podcast. You can join the Discord. You can check out the merch, oldmenmerch.com. And follow the other old men, SlimBoyFat82, Tunny 100 and Mr. Narkills. And at this point, Ben, we need to announce that there is going to be no podcast next week because I'm going away. No! <laughs> I'm going away for a week. You don't get and a holiday. You should do one from the holiday place, wherever you are. I'm not going away on the Sunday when we record, so we could record the episode, but I'm not going to be able to edit it. Yeah, we. I'm going away Monday this. to Friday. Uh, yeah. We did. We did think about it, but the editing is just not going to happen. Nah. So, but when you join us next time, we will be joined by the Girthburger. Ooh. And I think that's it. Any other business? Anything else to say? Please write into us voice notes, emails, uh, Discord. Smoke signals. Yes, we accept all. The sillier the better. But please write to us. Let us know what you think. Let us have some feedback. Let us know your answers to the questions yes, yes. that you had today. And let us know if you have any sim- similarly inappropriate or appropriate questions. <laughs> yeah, we- don't do what I do and sit there thinking, you know what? I'd like to give my answer, but... I'll wait till I'm on the podcast because sometimes we just forget. So as soon as you hear it, definitely put it up on the Discord. Email oldmenarmy at gmail.com and you'll hear us again in two weeks' time. Love, Love you, you bye. bye. Love you bye. Old Casters with Smith and Jones. <laughs>